find where I fit in, believe me Life ain't no game and nothing good comes freely I done learned the hard way, burns and you turns up I done seen the hard days, learn from my mistakes What mama told me, just hit the pause play We don't rewind, gotta let God set the pace, set the race Call the shots It's hard knowing that you hot when you stuck up on the block Come on. Knowing you can cook but can't afford the pot Told me that he loved me, never got a rock so much pain here, God make it stop That's when I found Nas, found Biggie, found Pop Around the same time when my father got locked And then he moved away and left my mom with a knot A knot in a heart that hasn't yes. yet left yes. And it's a safe bet, she okay. lost all her respect I still love you, Dad Taking all that you've given me And I'm still standing A pot to piss on, and it's so real. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Happy Tuesday, May 10th. That's right. If you're streaming on today, May 10th, this is a beautiful May 10th in New Jersey. That's where we stream out of every Tuesday. We're giving you a new episode every Tuesday this summer in season two, right here on the Corporate Climb Show, streaming new episodes every Tuesday. It's your girl, D, him, my co-host. Sparky. That's right. That's right. And we're giving it to you, the Corporate Climb Show, where we're merging business and culture all in one platform and this season here on the corporate climb show if you've missed the last two episodes we're twisting it up a little bit differently this time we're giving you all season long nothing but jersey nothing but jersey artists whether it's Artists that you already know, like Whitney Houston, Coy LeRae, Lauren Hill, or up-and-coming artists that you've never heard of, or maybe you have, we're going to give it to you all summer long. But this episode, episode three on season two, not our third episode, but it's the third episode of season two, it's a very special episode. It's Mother's Day. We're recording on Sunday, May 8th. And this Sunday, May 8th, is a Mother's Day special. So I'm going to do it a little bit differently today. Bear with me. This one's for you, Mama. I love you. I miss you. Feel better, baby. Here we go. You told me everything and everything you've given me. I always keep it inside. You're the driving force in my life. Yeah, 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 there isn't anything or anyone that I could be And it just wouldn't feel right If I didn't have you by my side You were there for me to love and care for me When skies were gray Whenever I was down, you were always there to comfort me no one else can be what you have been for me You will always be You will always be the girl in my life for all times Mama, Mama, you know I, I love you 
soul you sure are mama happy mother's day happy mother's day to all the mothers out there all the mothers to be a very special shout out to my best friend lauren kara zach and her husband sean who is about to be a mama for the first time i'm so happy for you guys i cannot wait to meet baby cammy coming to a summer of 2022 a very exciting time for my circle of girlfriends that have been down for 20 plus years 
Big shout out to Carla. Big shout out to Jen. Big shout out to Ashley. I am so, so very blessed to be a Thiti to all of those little children that they have created. It is so excited to watch them evolve year after year and not just as parents, but as sisters, the sisterhood that we have grown and nourished over the years has been nothing less than amazing and truly has been a value add to my personal corporate climb in my life. So thank you so much to my circle of friends and thank you to my mother has been such a tremendous influence to my personal growth and development, to my spiritual growth and development and to my professional growth and development such an influence to my grandmother dr dorothy hawthorne grams not enough words in this episode can ever describe how much you truly mean to me i love you to my grandmother out in florida my father's mom awilda martinez i love you beyond words beyond measures we do not get to see each other as much as i would love to see you i wish i could see you every day But unfortunately, because I'm in Jersey and you're in Florida, that's not possible. But you know I love you. Titi Lil, Titi Madeline, Titi Irma, Titi Tony. Yes, Tina, Amanda, just to name the immediate family that are moms out there of mine. I love you so much. Did I say Titi Tony? I probably did, but if I didn't, Titi Tony, I love you. (laughs) Yes, so many moms in my life. So many moms in my life. Gosh, such a blessing to be around such powerful, amazing women. Wow. And I'm not a mom. I am not a mom. But to just be around all that mother energy, all that motherhood. Gosh, it's just amazing. It's such a force, isn't it? It's such a force. So I just want to say one more time, a big, big Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers in my life and to the mothers at my workforce. You know, I work in a predominantly male environment. So there's like probably, actually, I work with probably one mother, actually. And I texted her this morning and I'm not going to expose her name on this corporate show, the Corporate Climb show for confidentiality reasons. Um, I don't know how comfortable she would be with that, but I sent her a text this morning and you know who you are. So Happy Mother's Day to you. I talk to you every single day. And I told her this on Friday. I said, man, every time I talk to you, I feel so much better. You put make my work just so much easier. Um, and you make you make my my work environment so much so much of a better place. So thank you so much for that. Um, and, and just thank you for being the force that you are and the woman that you are. So happy Mother's Day to you. Wow. Wow. And to all the fathers that I work with to your amazing wives, and if they're not your wives, to the amazing mothers that you have that are mothering those children that you have that are motivating you to go to work every day to do the jobs that you do. Wow. So big shout out to the mothers in your world, right? I hope that you have just flowered them and showered them over the holiday weekend because you guys do such an amazing job at work and I only can imagine that part of that magic has a little bit of influence because behind a great man and a great partner is a greater mommy. (laughs) 
a greater wifey, a greater partner. Um, I, I am a firm believer in that. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a little biased, but I truly am. So happy Mother's Day to you and yours. And happy Mother's Day to my sibling's mother, Tracy. Thank you so much. I should have said that at the beginning of this episode because you are amazing and a force of your own. Words cannot say enough about how much I appreciate you for being the mother to my four amazing siblings that are a part of my motivation to go to work every day and be the best sister that I can be and be the best role model that I can be that way I hope that one day they can look up and say look at what my big sister is doing and has done and I hope to achieve that and so much more so thank you Tracy for giving me that sprinkle of motivation to get up in the morning and do the best that I can do with what I have thank you so much wow wow yes if you guys are wondering that was me in the beginning of that boys to men songs for mama i know i can't sing i'm well aware but i really don't care what you think because that was not for you that was for my mama who doesn't mind when i sing to her because it's those little things that matter so if it takes me being a little bit vulnerable on a public platform to make my mama smile then you guys are gonna have to deal with that for 30 seconds because you know what I couldn't be with my mama on this Mother's Day because my mama is not feeling too well. And it's very challenging because I'm always with my mom for most of the holidays, especially on Mother's Day. Even throughout the pandemic, we managed to be together, um, even though we don't live together and haven't in a very long time. When I went to college, mom was like, bye. And I was like, peace out, lady. And she was like, figure it out. And I caught the ball and I definitely did. So you know what? Thank you for that tough love. Um, my, my mom always was, you know, never the mom to never allow me to come back home, but definitely the mom that gave me enough um, knowledge and wisdom to know that when she sent me out into the world as a young, young cub, that I would surely figure it out. And I did. And I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I appreciate that, that type of parenting um, for sure. Ah, wow. Well, this week has been a crazy week for me, I should say. Well, last week was a crazy week for me. You know, I love being open on this show. And I'm open and I share with you guys what's going on in my world. Because not that I'm like an open book and I'm going to tell you guys every little bit of detail in my life. Because I do believe in a little thing called boundaries and a little thing called privacy. But this show is for emerging leaders, right? Emerging women, emerging leaders in their corporate world or in their professional world for each and every one of you and for even me to feel like, hey, you know what? We're not alone. And if part of my journey allows for somebody else to be listening in and going, oh my God, someone else is going through this or has gone through this and I'm not alone. And they're able to take you a little bit of a snippet of a story that I'm telling about me or somebody else and able to apply it to their life and feel just a little bit more comfort and and they're able to take that little bit of comfort and it, it evolves into a little bit of a confidence and allows them to do whatever they need to do to get to where they need to be well then i'm okay with sharing my stories if that's helping somebody else so let me dial back a little bit to last week my life has changed as cardi b say my life changed drastically oh my goodness okay so let me just let me just roll back a little bit with my life let me just give you guys the dish the little tea right little dish little tea 
So last week, Scotty Tuhati with a body and I, and one day I promise you guys. So let me just let me just give this back. Let me just give you some. Let me give give you some little little story here. So Scott and I are like yin and yang, okay? Legitimately like night and day. So Scott is a night owl, and I am like a morning bird. So literally yin and yang, and I am well probably extroverted, right? For a little bit, I'm I'm introverted, extroverted. Like I'm extroverted, but when I go home, I'm very like introverted and to myself and leave me be, need me time. But like uh, from the outside looking in, most people be like, oh, she's totally extroverted, and that's cool. And as a as a podcast host and a creator, right, you have to be somewhat extroverted. So put it this way, extroverted D, right, is dating and involved with ridiculously introverted, engineered, Scotty Juhati with a body, right? So introvert, extrovert decide that for the summer, we are going to cohabitate together to see if we could do this thing called life together. Because ladies and gentlemen, we vacation amazing together. Scott and I take fantastic vacations together. We have rock star vacations. Man, oh man, we have amazing vacations. Amazing vacations you should try it. Find yourself a great vacation partner because we travel well. Anyway, so we're like, hmm, if we can vacation well together, I wonder if we can live together. So before we decide to actually sell homes and merge into one, right? Because we're very like, you know, we think things through. We're very logical people. Well, he's more logical than I am, but his logic is rubbing off on me, which is fantastic. We decide that we are going to not sell our homes right away. We're going to just meet in the middle and just move into one of our homes for the summer and try life out. So I decide I'm going to try this thing out and blend our lives together for the summer. Okay. Summer is three months and, um, it's not just me and Scott, you guys. And by the way, I'm having, I don't know if he's having a blast, but I'm having a blast. So it's not just us though, you guys together, Scott, and I don't have children, but we do have dogs and cats. So I have a pit bull and he's got two cats and I have a cat. So we now have a home that's filled with one pit bull and three cats. And so, (laughs) um, and I'm a morning person and he's a night person. So that means that Scott stays up till one, two o'clock in the morning. And I'm like a grandma and I go to sleep anywhere from 9 PM to like 11 PM, but no later than that. So it's just been like crazy of a crazy adjustment because when I'm sleeping, he's like just getting like just getting his like energy going. And then he's like super heavy footed. So when he walks up the steps, he's like, dump, 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 dump. And you would think a tornado was going off because behind his tornadoed feet is my like volcano dog. And like me and all the cats are like in bed, like what the heck is going on? And it's like, all each like you know it's crazy so then i have to adjust because my commute got a little longer to work which is fine because i i started this book on audible by viola davis oh my god totally recommend it the book viola davis wrote a memoir uh, or a memoir and i downloaded it on audible and it's awesome because my drive is a little bit longer to work now so i've decided that you know let me just start to get into audibles or audiobooks 
So I'm listening to Viola Davis's book called Finding Me on Audible. And I'm not that big of a reader. Um, never have been. And I hope to be one day. My admin is, um, and she's slowly rubbing off on me, as is my best friend, Lauren. Both of them are like big, big bookworms, which is fantastic. Um, but Finding Me, Viola Davis. I never recommend books, you guys, but definitely download it or go buy it whatever you're into if you want to feel a book in your hands that's your business but if you want to download it go download it i love this book i love it viola davis finding me go read yourself a book so anyway commute got a little bit longer but i've also decided and discovered that books aren't that bad so there you have it that's a little bit of my chaotic week you know bl blending households fur babies are cohabitating and figuring their life out you know scott's really into the gym i have a peloton can't take the peloton with me because you know i don't want to jeopardize breaking my peloton so now i have a gym membership to la fitness so getting back into that gym routine and i haven't gone to a physical gym in over two years because why would i do that when i have a peloton in a gym in my house so it's and i have like the elliptical and the weights and all that stuff so now i'm back in the gym life which is cool but it was like a little dusty so i'm like oh and you know like i you know i've gone the whole pandemic and if i got covid i didn't know i had it so now i'm like you know what now I'm, I'm like, you know, if I get COVID, it's definitely because I got it in this stupid gym because there's people everywhere and dust all over the place. I'm like, Egh. so that's been my life. Just like readjusting, readjusting what, what was normal to me. Now I have this new normal to adjust to. So it's certainly been a bit different, but I'm having a blast. You guys, I'm having a blast. And honestly, getting a little bit of a new routine, I actually think is making me work smarter because it's now allowing me to leave work on time or finish work when I'm working for home at a time that's like hard stop which is allowing me to prioritize better because I know at x time like Scott's like we have to go to the gym and I know like that's his time and I don't want to interrupt it so I'm like all right I have to sign off by this time to make it to the gym by this time because that's that's his thing and I'm I'm, I'm trying to you know make sure that I don't interrupt some of what he finds you know stimulating as he would do the same for me so it's been it's been great because now I'm starting to find that the that that thing I was telling you about earlier called boundaries at work where it's like okay I'm usually like all for putting in 10 12 and sometimes 14 hour days and now I'm like you know what uh-uh eight ten hours max and gotta go because I have to I have to learn how to have a work-life balance. But admittedly, admittedly, I'm going to share with you, it's really nice to come home to somebody too. Mm -hmm. I can't believe I just said that out loud, but it really is. It's really <laughs> nice to come home to somebody and to, you know, just, I don't know. It, it feels relatively easy and relatively normal. Um, and it's just like, you know, watching sports and eating dinner together and fussing at the, the pets and all that kind of stuff. It's, hmm. it's nice. So that's hmm. been my life uh, the last week uh, and some change. And I got to tell you, it's been a nice change of pace. And um, I, may, I think I'm turning into a nicer person. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> there, there's, there's that uh, for sure. Are you saying that you are not a nice person? Once upon a time ago, Dee. <laughs> what I mean, what are? Tell the people. Are you, are you not a nice person? No, I'm a super nice person, Sparky. You know that. I'm super nice. It's just that I have this rule. And take notes. Here. This may work. This somebody may need to hear this. Maybe this will help you at work. I have this rule where I need at least 60 to 90 minutes uh, before my day is actually started to get started. And what I mean by that is uh, typically I won't schedule meetings before we'll call it 10 a.m. unless I have to. Um, So that what that means is if I get to work at and 10 a.m. is just a number, but let's say I get to work at eight o'clock in the morning. That means that I tend to not schedule meetings before 9.30 because I'm going to need that 8 o'clock hour and maybe 30 minutes into the 9 o'clock hour to drink my coffee, prioritize my day, so to do a to-do list, catch up on the things that I may have not finished from the day before. That way, when that 9.30 comes, whenever on or about 9.30 comes, I can fully focus on the day ahead of me and whoever is knocking at my door. That way I'm not distracted because if I haven't prioritized my day and gathered my thoughts and gone through my email, because I don't know about you but or anyone listening here, but I'm like a zeroed inbox person. So I don't like having like, I don't know how people have like a thousand emails just sitting in their in- email like inbox it will drive me nuts if I even zeroed that thing out before my day starts it'll drive me nuts so I have to like get all that out the way before I can fully focus if I cannot do that I may come across as a little bit on the passive side or get to the point side because I I can't give that my uh, what's in front of me my undivided attention unless it's like um, an emergency I that I I know how to distinguish the two so if it's like high priority emergency yeah I I can turn the light switch off on one side and turn that on the other side but for the most part I have to give myself that 60 to 90 minute buffer to do my to-do list get my coffee uh, scatter prioritize my thoughts and then I can fully focus on the day ahead um, I can see how if I can't do all that if someone were just like to come across me and like dump all, unload on me how I could come across as oh but for the most part <laughs> I tend to be a very nice person and, and super understanding and I'm all about um, communicating with empathy especially lately I'm very very aware of how important empathetic communication is um, so I've been making it a point especially in the last 12 months to become more aware of when I may need to be more empathetic in situations even when it may not be in my natural being to be empathetic to the subject I if it's a subject that I typically would not be um, interested in or empathetic to I have to be fully conscious of okay D this may not be something that you are generally interested in, or this may not be something that you think is of a concern, but clearly to the person on the receiving end of this conversation, um, or to the person that's sending you these signals, it's of high priority interest to them. So eye contact, eye contact, make sure that you are listening and to make sure that you're listening, even though this is a harder subject for you to pay attention to, respond back every so often repeating what that person just told you that way 
you know you're listening and they know you're listening. What that means is let's say someone is having a conversation with you. Let's just do a practice real quickly about what they want for lunch. And this is just a practice, right? Maybe you're not interested in what they want for lunch or whatever. Someone comes up to you and they're like, Hey, I, I really don't know if I want pizza or Chinese food or Indian food for lunch, right? And on the other end, you're like, in your brain, you're like, why do I even care? I have so many other things that I could be doing right now than hearing about your lunch. But clearly, you're aware that to that person, their lunch is very important to them. So you stop, you make full eye contact with that person, nod your head, right? That movement in your head is actually keeping you alert. It, this is this works for me. Eye contact lets them know that you are listening. They have your attention. Nodding keeps you awake. It really does. And then you repeat back. Give a let once they're done talking. Pause. Give it a second or two. Okay. So you can't decide if you want pizza, Chinese, or Indian food. Is that correct? Let them say yes or no. And then you say, hmm, tough choice. If it were me, I'd go with pizza. I love pizza, right? But you just repeated back what they just said to you. So you can remember too. It's like you're it's just a memory practice too. They know that you were listening and then you've given them advice. You've helped them make a choice. And whether they take it or not, at least they know for that split moment, you were involved and you were engaged and you were listening and you found that topic important. And then you can move on. It's just some listening skills that I've had to learn along the way. And listen, the lunch thing was just uh just an example, but you could take that into bigger conversations when you're in business meetings with somebody. Um, you know, maybe you're in the middle of doing payroll and someone knocks at your door and in their mind, they're having a crisis in your mind. You're like, listen, I have payroll for a hundred people to run right now. That is not a crisis that can wait, but they have no idea what's what you're doing behind that computer screen. Right? So you stop what you're doing. If you notice that they're in a full crisis and it's a priority to them and you just make eye contact with them, you nod mm -hmm, that keeps you awake. Let them talk run back what they said to you and at a high level receive that give it back and if you can help them in a matter of a couple seconds fine if not run that back and say hmm listen if you have to get back to what you're doing listen i have to do payroll right now but i understand this is important to you if you can give me x time maybe it's 30 minutes can i get back to you about that because i know it's important to you once I'm done doing this, would that be okay with you? And nine times out of 10, they're probably going to tell you, yeah, that's, that's great. Or you know what? You know what? It's really not that big of a deal because they might just want to hear themselves or be heard. Thank you so much for your time. And they'll leave. But those are just some listening. This is just some listening skill I'm giving listening skills and um, uh, listening and response skill that I'm, I'm giving to you. And maybe you guys can use it throughout your so day. So good. So good, Dee. Thank you so much for that. That was well received. Also well received is when you give people that piercing eye contact and start to nod your head and go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's also noted that that may be a clear and telltale sign that you actually are not interested in our conversation, but you are giving us the respect that you believe that we deserve in that five moments or five seconds of quote-unquote fame that you think that we also deserve 
But you, in the back of your mind, are probably not that interested. (laughs) (laughs) Also noted. Wow. Wow. Well, you know what? Honestly, I had this, I used to have this boss, um, actually my boss's boss, the CEO at at this former employer I worked at, and he, um, he taught me how to do that without teaching me to do it. But I watched him throughout the years. He would always have this like piercing eye contact when he was speaking to you. And I was always so fascinated how this man could just make this eye contact with you and it forced you to make eye contact with him like it it was like the eyes that drew you into his eyes and it was almost uncomfortable but it also allowed you to realize the importance of that engagement that eye engagement if you if you want to call it that and I later realized that was his way of forcing himself to listen and also his way of forcing himself to give the 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 messenger you know a sense of respect and in that level of just you know hey listen I'm listening to you you have my attention even if this is painfully killing me to give you attention right now I am going to lock in literally lock in with you for this moment I'm locked in my eyes are so locked in that you can feel it locked in click we're locked I'm listening go and it was just so intense but honestly it was such a professional building moment in those years of watching him do it and then practicing it myself and as I've been doing it over the course of several years now I've watched people um, that I do it to at first you know you can see their eyes go left go right they're like uh but as you continue to practice it with them and they start to realize oh that's just you those same eyes they start to lock in with you as the conversations become more fluent and now they're engaged too and if you start to watch how they interact with other people it's just like this um contagious reaction where you'll start to see and i don't even know if they notice it but i've seen it with like two people actually that i that i frequently talk to that I started speaking with them and their eyes would go left right like crazy they were so uncomfortable and now when we speak they are like locked in and it's almost as if we are playing a game of who is going to blink first but we are so engaged in those conversations even if they're conversations that we may not be that interested in we are so interested in this this eye lock contest that you almost have to be engaged in the conversation and at the same time it's just like giving each other that mutual respect like we are here in this moment together and right in this moment we're here and and you have my undivided and I have your undivided and 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 that's and that's a respect regardless of if I want to be in this moment with you regardless if I'm really interested in this conversation or not that's irrelevant the relevance is I'm in this conversation with you you have my attention you have the floor go and that's it and, and, and that's all that matters, right? Because even if I'm not interested in the moment, and I mean, in that conversation upon initial contact, it doesn't mean that I may not leave that conversation feeling inspired or feeling like, oh, I took something out of that. I needed to hear that. Thank you. That, you never know. That's true because there's there's several times that I've been in conversations where initially I was like, whatever, and then I left that conversation feeling like, wow, I'm glad I had that conversation. So it's very true. Um, I want to get into some partner partner conversations real quickly before we shift into some music. Today, May 10th, 2022, at 12.30 p.m. to 1.30 p.m., HRMA of Princeton is hosting a free, yes, a free complimentary webinar 
called Accelerating Productivity Through a Diverse Culture. Yes, it is free, and it's today, 12.30 to 1.30 p.m., and it's a webinar hosted by HRMA of Princeton called Accelerating Productivity Through a Diverse Culture. If you are interested, please go online and register by visiting www.hrma.nj.shrm.org. Click Meeting and Events, and just click that May 10th meeting link, and you can go ahead and register right online. It's free. This program is approved for one general credit by HRCI and one professional development credit by Sharem. And again, it's free. So for those of you who need those credits or those, you know, those professional development credits, either by HRCI or by Sharem, you better go online and register right now because it's today. If you're streaming live on Tuesday, it's today, Tuesday, May 10th, 12.30 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Big shout out to our other partner at Garden State Council of Sharon. Thank you so much for your partnership and Soul Hire LLC. Yes. Dean. Yep. Tell the people about your New Jersey music <laughs> search this week. Yeah. What's up? You know what? Listen, last week we played the R&B singer out of Burlington, New Jersey, Dom B, D-O-M dot B. R&B singer out of Burlington, New Jersey. If you missed last week's episode, log on to www.thecorporateclimbshow.com. Click tune in and you'll have access to last week's episode and all episodes before then. I'm talking from even last season where you're able to check out Dom B. The, if you click show notes, you'll have a link straight to her website and the music video. And then the week before that, we played Nata, N-A-T-A, and we showcased her song called 94. And if you are interested in checking out that dope music video, super creative, click the show notes from the week before. So not last week's episode, but the week before last week's episode, click the show notes and you'll have a straight link to Nata's video called 94. Two dope female artists out of New Jersey. One's an R&B artist. The other's a hip-hop artist. But this week, you guys, gals, I'm searching and I'm searching highs and lows. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. I'm Googling Reverb Nation. I'm all over the place. I'm asking people. And I just didn't find anything that really, like, you know, watered my musical palette. And, I mean, I got, I listen, guys, I have a keen sense in what I feel is good music and what's not. I've been a music head since I was born. My father was a DJ. My mom is really, really into music. My grandparents on both sides, really, really into music. I mean, I come from a very musical family on both sides. I have, I mean, I'm all over the place on my, if you went on my playlist for Spotify, I mean, country music to salsa, to R&B, to hip hop, to hardcore rap, to just like, you know, mainstream rap, to pop. I mean, uh, you know, jazz, classical music, you name it, I listen to it. I mean, I'm very diversified when it comes to music. At the same token, I'm very selective in what I consider good music. Uh, lyrically, the lyrics got to be there. The creativity has to be there. There has to be a uniqueness. There has to be an authenticity. I, I need I need to hear it. I got I got to feel it. It's, music's got to give me some type of, make my hair stick up. Got to give me some type of chill. Like, ooh, wee, yeah. I didn't catch that vibe this week with anything I was listening to respectfully. I caught some decent music, but nothing that I really wanted to play on the show. However... 
Hope is not all gone. I'm going to keep on searching, but I promise you, I'm only going to play the music on the show that I feel is good music because I hope that somebody on the show is listening and could take this record or records that I'm playing from unknown artists and give it to somebody who knows somebody who can give it to somebody who can put one of these people on. That's, that's how it works. Somebody got to know somebody who can know somebody and put somebody on. This is the part of the corporate climb show, right? We, we got we to gotta empower people and push people and promote people to go on to do bigger and better things. That's what it's about. Passing the baton, paying it forward. That's what it's about. And if you're not about that energy and you're not about that vibe, then maybe this this, this show, this platform is not for you because I'm all about spreading love. As Biggie said, that's the Brooklyn way. However, I did tell you that the theme of season two was all about New Jersey music. So I am going to leave you all on this note for this episode. I'm going to leave you off sailing to the sunset listening to Simone Hines. God bless the dreamer. Simone Hines has been around for a while. She was signed to Epic. She's an R&B singer. You can Google her. She's got records out. Um, She's not the biggest R&B singer by any means, but she definitely has been around for a while. So here's her record. God bless the dreamer. I hope this lets you have a pleasant or leads you into a pleasant remainder of the week. Take care. God bless. So many problems that you felt in your life and it cuts like a knife. But remember to look for tomorrow. Mm, it's not you